The first round of roster cuts has taken place, plus the Wild have another preseason game on the schedule later today, and was it Sam Steele or the Anaheim Ducks that led to his departure from Anaheim, and does he have potential to really turn it up with Minnesota? We discuss all that and more today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is available wherever you listen to your podcast at absolutely no charge. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we gear up for preseason game number two for the Minnesota Wild tonight by taking a look at who will be playing and what to watch for as the Wilds continue their preseason schedule. We'll also take a look at the first round of roster cuts and look at uh, how things are playing out in that regard. We'll give you an update on Kirill Kaprizov, and we'll finish by talking a little bit about Sam Steele and trying to get a little bit better handle as to whether or not he can succeed with the Minnesota Wild and if he was set up for success with the Anaheim Ducks. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with well over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and guiding you through the preseason here on Locked on Wild. So as mentioned, we had our first round of cuts, but first let's get you that Kirill Kaprizov update. Kaprizov did not take part in uh, practice today and uh, was given a little extra time after taking a shot off the ankle courtesy of Freddie Goudreau. Late in the Wilds preseason opener on Sunday, Kaprizov ended up actually taking an additional shift after the injury took place, then was removed from the game as a precaution, and with Kaprizov not slated to play until the Wilds' next home game in the preseason, the Wild opted to give him an extra day in order to uh, give him a little more time to heal up from that so that it's not anything that could potentially linger so the Wild playing this absolutely perfectly right as we uh, gear up for the rest of the preseason. Kaprizov had a goal in the opener against the Colorado Avalanche, so safe to say he is probably close to ready for the start of the season already. So just erring on the side of caution uh, and uh, really nothing to be concerned about here as we move forward. The first round of roster cuts, uh, the roster now down to 51 players, and uh, the names, none of which are, are really surprises at this point, as uh, forward Caden Bankier and his defenseman Kyle Masters were sent back to the Kamloops Blazers of the WHL. Hunter Height was sent to the Barry Colts of the OHL. Servak Petrovsky sent back to the Owen Sound attack of the OHL. Josh Pillar to the Saskatoon Blades, the WHL, and David Spachek to the Sherbrooke Phoenix of the QMJHL. The Wild also releasing goalie Thomas Milich from his amateur 
tryouts. So we see in these roster trimmings the uh, the most fringe players um, getting the uh, the cut first and being allowed to start their seasons at their respective parts of the uh, the minor league hockey system. So really none of these were surprises. I mean, height was uh, a draft pick for the Minnesota Wild this past season. Uh, you've had guys like uh, Masters, Bankier, and Petrovsky in the system for uh, a while as well. And then one of the PTO guys, as we discussed, um, was also released in Thomas Milich from his uh, PTO contract. So not really any surprises there, but as this continues, as this preseason continues, we will see some more notable names that will be sent down to Iowa uh, to uh, to start off their seasons as well. So no notable round of cuts this time, but uh, this roster is going to continue to uh, get trimmed and trimmed uh, as we get closer to the start of the regular season. Now, interesting to note, and I, I don't know if the I don't know if the groupings have changed at all yet because of uh, the fact that it was just a handful of players that uh, that were released. I mean, if you go down the list, Bankier was, um, I believe, part of group. This makes for a great podcast. Uh, scanning through here, he was part of group A. Uh, Josh Pillar was also part of group A. Uh, Kyle Masters was part of Group B. No, actually, he was part of Group A as well. Um, Servak Petrovsky was part of Group C, as was David Spachek. So uh, cuts pretty evenly spaced out, and so I think those uh, those groupings for training camp will continue A, B, and C, but uh, as they get closer, I'm sure it'll go to one group, and then the other. Um, so cuts are going to continue. First round of cuts, nothing really notable um, to uh, talk about uh, there. So we'll continue to keep an eye on the cuts. We do have a look at the roster that will be participating in tomorrow's game um, against the Colorado Avalanche once again. And so uh, we will take a look at who will be making the trip to uh, Colorado as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. You can find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, and so much more as well as podcasts, news, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your top choice for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, and soon the NBA and NHL. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. You can find all of that and more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Turning our attention now to what to watch for in the uh, second preseason game 
against the Colorado Avalanche. This one will be on TV, so uh, we will get a chance to see this preseason game uh, as it unfolds uh, against the Colorado Avalanche. Now, here are the line combos. At least to start, I wouldn't. Im- I would imagine that these may be juggled a little bit as we get to the uh, the start of this one. But uh, as of now, your top line, Tyson Jost, Sam Steele, and Matt Boldy. Brandon Duhame, Connor Dewar, and Nick Petten. Michael Milne, Stephen Fogarty, and Vladislav Firstoff. Brandon Baddock, Sammy Walker, and Sam Henches. On defense, Dakota Mermis and Simon Johansson. Alex Goligoski and Andre Schuster. Damon Hunt and Joe Hicketts. And then Philip Gustafson and Zane McIntyre are your goalies. So here's what to watch for in tonight's preseason action. We'll start with the goalie position as this will be our first look at Philip Gustafson in the preseason. Not sure if Gustafson will get the start. I would imagine he probably will and uh, may get a period's worth of work with Zane McIntyre coming in relief. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what we get from Gustafson. Has been kind of an unknown heading into this season, so we really don't know what to expect from him. So uh, just looking to to see what his, some of his tendencies are and uh, what we can expect from him as uh, as a goalie for the Minnesota Wild. Obviously, in the preseason, it's not as easy to get the full picture. But Mark Andre Fleury held the uh, the Avalanche scoreless on Sunday. Jesper Wallstead gave up a couple goals. Uh, looking back at uh, at the goals that the Avalanche scored. Maybe not as much Wallstead's fault. Uh, still had some nice plays that he made as well. So let's see how Gustafson fits in to that picture and um, and what he can bring as the backup goalie for this team. Uh, we talked about it a little bit with John Merrill expected to start the season, um, not being able to uh, to go for the Wild. What the sixth and seventh defensemen would look like we may be seeing that pairing on the ice here this evening if these combos stay as they are currently constructed, as uh, Alex Goligoski paired up with Andre Schuster. And again, six foot seven, 217 pounds, brings some size. And uh, I think with Goligoski obviously not being nearly that big, would be nice to just hang on to Schuster as. Um, a potential to bring in some physicality if needed if somebody misses some time out there on the ice. Now, you do have another option in uh, Dakota Mermis if the Wild do need somebody to come up and fill in that uh, that seventh defenseman spot. But uh, intrigued to see if that line combo sticks, what Goligoski and Schuster um, are able to uh, to bring out there to the ice on D. We'll move to the top line, of course. You've got Tyson Jost, Sam Steele, and Matt Boldy. Dean Evison has talked about uh, Steele being a good fit with those two guys at this point in training camp. So getting a chance to see that line in game action will certainly go a long way and hoping that uh, it can lead to some productivity from those guys, some uh, some chemistry maybe that uh, can lead to the Wild at least starting the season with Matt Bold or with uh, Marco Rossi as that uh, fourth center. Although, like him to be higher up in the lineup, but um, 
that will be entirely up to him as to uh, how he plays as the season progresses. So looking forward to seeing that line in action. Also looking forward to just seeing how some of these other wild prospects do. Um, and of course, you've got the uh, the two Deweys, Brandon Duhame and Connor Dewar. Now they are uh, paired here with Nick Pettin um, in this look at the lines. Uh, and Dewar actually as a center. So uh, excited to see him get an opportunity at the center position to add some versatility to the mix um, and um, you know give the Wild just some further options that they can look at if they have injuries that uh, require them to line juggle as the season goes on. So those are uh, a few of the things, to say the least, that uh, we'll be looking at. And, of course, an opportunity to see Vladislav Firstov in action, uh, Sam Henches as well. Uh, just a chance to see all these guys, Simon Johansson as, as well. Uh, a chance to see those guys in game action is, uh, is certainly one that is appealing as well. So those are more than a few things to, uh, to take a look at. And, you know, I like, especially after these types of games, to hear Dean Evason talk about the guys that stood out. Um, and so uh, really excited to see which of these guys uh, take advantage of this opportunity um, to make it at least a more difficult decision as to who gets sent back down um, as we uh, we shrink this roster a little further. So we saw the split squad for the Avs. I would imagine since this game is televised that it will be a little bit more of a full squad for Colorado. So should be uh, an interesting test for the Wild as they continue their preseason schedule uh, here this evening. We will continue today's episode. I want to dive in a little bit to Sam Steele because uh, I do find it interesting. He had an interesting uh, note passed along from, uh, from a friend of mine, uh, and so I wanted to discuss that uh, a little bit as we finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen today, make sure you check out the Locked on NHL podcast for a full lowdown of everything going on throughout the NHL as we move through the preseason. Sam Steele, who, as we mentioned, is paired up with Tyson Jost and Matt Boldy for tonight's preseason tilt comes into this wild team with a chance to maybe make a bigger impression with the Wilds than he did in his previous stops. And uh, was talking with some friends about this um, earlier today and uh, got an interesting note from uh, Mr. Dan Bradley, who is um, a longtime play-by-play voice uh, as well as uh, host of the Pod Snipe and Sully podcast. And uh, he had this to say, and I, I find this interesting. I don't think people realize how badly the Ducks struggled with the development of their young players and not just Sam Steele. Take a look at fellow 2016 first rounder Mac Jones, uh, Max Jones, that is, 28 points in 137 NHL games. Also, 2018 first-round pick Isaac Lundestrom is at 44 points in 151 NHL games. 
None of their second-round picks since 2017 has played more than 20 NHL games. And uh, getting Steele out of Anaheim will only help his game. He has the talent. It's always been there. Being in a different environment will work wonders. You look at what Anaheim has done over the last four seasons, and we'll start with the first time that Steele made it to the NHL level. That was 2018-2019 as a 20-year-old uh, played with the Anaheim Ducks on a team that went 35-37. and 37 and uh, 35, 37, and 10. And just, it, it never got any better than that. I mean, 2019, 2020, 29, 33, and 9. 2020, 2021, they were 17, 30, and 9. And then last year, 31, 37, and 14. Good for an NHL finish of 24th, 27th, 30th, and 23rd, a conference finish of 13th, 13th, 8th in the West in the COVID-shortened season, and then 13th once again in the West. They finished 6th, 6th, 8th, and 7th in their division over the last four seasons. So, frustrating position to be in. No. Well, I would think it would be for a team that just really isn't going anywhere and is, you know, trying to pull players in to uh, help them out in the record department, just not able to really get anything put together uh, over that four-year span. They started off relatively well this past season, but uh, then went into absolute free fall down the stretch. And so, for uh, for a guy like Steele, who granted, you know, his career high coming in is twenty two points. You're like, what are what are we getting excited for? Well, he uh, he was on a team in which his best season for plus minus was when he played in just twenty two games and was a plus two. Uh, every other season after that, he was a minus thirteen in sixty five games, a minus seven in forty two games, and a minus seventeen last season in 68 games. He comes in, he is uh, 24 years old, and I think is going to take advantage of this opportunity that he has been given to be a contributing member to this team. And Dean Evison has said it himself. He's been a good fit, uh, especially with uh, the likes of, uh, of Boldy and Goudreau and or Tyson Jost. So, getting an opportunity to be a contributor to that line. And if he takes it and runs with it, just creates an opportunity to make this team deeper than, uh, than it currently is. Now, as, as we said with the signing when it happens, it's not a huge risk move for Bill Guerin. It's a one-year deal, and it gives you the opportunity to see if a young player in this instance can benefit from simply getting a better opportunity with a team that is going to be closer to playoff competition, I would imagine that uh, that the Wild will contend for a playoff spot throughout uh, the course of the season, which I think is is much more than Anaheim can say. And so maybe it gives him a little invigoration and uh, and puts some some excitement into his game and kind of juices him up for uh, for that as the season goes on. So 
excited to see what he does with this opportunity and what he does um, and how he looks, more importantly, in the uh, the preseason game coming up here uh, tonight. So uh, excited to see how that looks. But uh, it's a situation where you know you look at the the overall stats. Yeah, they're not anything super wowing, but uh, at the same time, you look at the opportunity, you look at the team, and I, I think he certainly is somebody that could benefit from uh, having a better opportunity with this wild team than he had with uh, whatever it was that the uh, the Anaheim Ducks were attempting to do. So we will keep an eye on that uh, programming note. It's trending towards what looks to be a uh, two episodes a day for the rest of the week. Want to get these player expectation episodes done uh, here before the start of the season. We certainly have a few more to do. Marcus Felinos will be coming later today. And so uh, keep an eye out for that coming up, uh, as well as plenty more wild content here throughout uh, the rest of the week. So we're going to keep this one a little more on the short side, but thank you as always for tuning in. Enjoy tonight's preseason action against the Colorado Avalanche. Again, as mentioned, this one is actually on TV, so you'll be able to watch it uh, depending on uh, which provider you have. So uh, take a look at some of those things that we mentioned as uh, players to watch for this evening's action, and then we'll recap it for you as uh, one of tomorrow's episodes here on Lockdown Wild. Make sure you are following along for all that we have to give you throughout the course of the week. Follow us on YouTube, follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and we'll keep you up to date with all things Minnesota Wild with new episodes every Monday through Friday, sometimes two a day, as part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network.